0: Are you wanting more totally Mackinac island podcast well here's how you can get it be sure to follow totally Mackinac island podcast on instagram not only do i share everything that i talk about on the podcast but then throughout the rest of the week i share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment how that is done up in my instagram stories i also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that i have taken throughout my visit on the island Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There, I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas indulge me as i share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart this is totally Mackinac island hello everyone and welcome back so this week i'm going to be talking about two different things and um, they're kind of important things to know about when you are traveling to the island one of the big ones that I'm going to be discussing today is why you pronounce Mackinac the way you pronounce it this is something that irritates me kind of like for example and I understand this I know sometimes people just don't know I do hair and somebody balayage has become a hair technique that is super Popular, the way people pronounce it, it's it's been kind of funny. But I did the same thing with quinoa. I think I think I was calling. I don't even remember what I was calling it, but I mispronounced it. So I wanted to go over it. I looked it up. I actually did a blog post about this on totallymackinaw.com, but I thought I would discuss it real quickly today. And um, this is the infamous question. You know, why don't we pronounce it as it's spelled? I have to admit, I was guilty of it, especially spelling it. When I would be putting it out there on stuff, I was putting a W and I would just be arrogant enough to say, well, it's fine, You're, you're saying that. I found out through this Facebook page that I'm part of, Addicted to Mackinac, that all residents really don't like it if you spell it with a W. They want it with a C because that is how it is pronounced. There's Mackinac City that is spelled with a W, fine. And Mackinac Island is spelled with a C. The name Mitchell and Mackinac the place of the Great Turtle, was first given to Mackinac Island for its shape and was eventually given to the entire Straits of Mackinac region. In time, certainly by the 1820s, it was shortened to simply Mackinac. According to the article in Michigan up north, the French built the fort and recorded it as ending in a seep, or pronouncing it in true French as ending in A-W. This did confuse many, as some would still pronounce it in sounding as in the ending in ack, because as before, Mitchell and Mackinac has an ack at the end. So um, that's why it can be a little confusing to people, because they're like, well, originally it was from that. But the French pronounce it, which a lot of them were French settlers on the island, with an AW um, sound at the end of it. So Edward Conkling, founder of the city, changed the name to Mackinac to match the sound. So when Mackinac City was formed, that's why he did that. There are different parts that are spelled the way with an AW at the end. So you've got Mackinac City, and then you've got um, the Straits of Mackinac, which is spelled with a C, Mackinac Bridge, which is spelled with the C, and then the icebreaker Mackinac, which is spelled with an AW. It is really confusing for people when they don't know (laughs) and they say to me, Oh, you went to Mackinac. I I just I have to tell them how it's correctly said and it's a given. If you don't know, you don't know. You see that the way you pronounce it. So that is how I think some terms have gotten switched around and that's why people say it. So know that if you ever do run into a resident or somebody from Michigan or they're from the upper territory they're going to correct you on it they're going to say no you do not say that it's not meant to be rude they're just trying to put you in the right direction so that is why it is said the way that it is okay got that out of the way on to ferries when you are going to Mackinac you can go there two ways either a ferry or a plane in the wintertime it freezes over a snowmobile which you couldn't catch me doing I don't care if that thing was frozen to the ground Anyway, if you are going to be taking a ferry, there are two ferry lines. There's Shepler's and Starline. A long time ago, Arnold Ferry was also part of it. That was eventually absorbed into Starline Ferry. So now you just have the two ferry lines that go along there. And either one is great. You're not gonna have a problem with doing anything on it. Um, it basically comes down to maybe where you might be staying on the island if you're staying on the island if you're not staying on the island the first ferry line that you're going to come to is uh, starline ferry when you get off in Mackinac city so with the ferry lines there are two places you can leave the mainland from first you're going to have Mackinac city or if you want to go over the bridge to st Ignace, you can do that as well too i've never done that so I've always done Mackinac City because I'm not going to lie, when I am there, I know that I'm so close to the island, I'm going to get on the first one there. Uh, I go back and forth between Starline and Sheplers. It does not mean anything more that I like one better than the other. The one thing I did notice with Starline, I don't know if this is... Last year, when I went in the fall, I took Sheplers. When we took Sheplers, it didn't give you, they in the past would let you buy a tourist guide book and it was $2 and inside was a map. This is invaluable and then there's a ton of information in there. If they don't have it on the ferry, you can get it from the tourism bureau located on the um, main street on the island. They did not offer it last year in October and I don't know if it was due to COVID. I have to believe it was due to COVID starline did not offer it when i just recently went in july they might not be doing that anymore it might be back on Sheplers. i have no idea so what i tend to do is go based on where i'm staying at and this is just basically how i do it none i don't prefer one or the other and when you get to the ferries, this is this is important when you pull in to the ferry at the front there's going to be someone sitting there they're going to ask you Are you going for the day or are you staying for overnight? Reason being is because they're going to point you in a different direction of which way to go. If you're going for the day, they're going to point you to day parking. And that is the direction that you're going to go for that. If you are staying overnight, they're going to point you in a different way. So I'm going to tell you the way to go when you are staying overnight. This is where people get really confused. They sometimes are overwhelmed, especially if it is busy. They don't know what to do. And I feel like it's pretty well self-guided. But if it's really busy, you're overwhelmed. You're excited to be there. But there's a lot of people around you. All right. I'm doing this as I'm driving in, let's say, to Starline Ferry. I will tell you then from Shepler's Ferry as well, too. When you pull in there to Starline Ferry, they're going to direct you pretty much straight ahead and you're going to see kind of like an awning, a tent area. What that area is, is the luggage loading area. There's gonna be some parking spots around there and you're gonna see a bunch of porters. One thing you need to remember when you are going up there, have cash on you, because you're gonna wanna tip these people. They work really hard, especially if they have to take someone's luggage like mine who tends to overpack. I wish I could say that I've gotten better. I do not get better with age. In fact, I think it gets worse. So you wanna have cash on you to tip them. When you arrive, get out. If they are busy, start to unload your luggage and kind of leave it in one area. Don't be like some other people that they're just standing out in the wayside, not paying attention to everyone. Stay as close as you can to your car and get all of your items there. When you do that, someone will come over and they will ask you where you are staying. You will tell them. I'm going to give you an example. I was staying at the Murray Hotel, so they had Murray Hotel tags. They're going to place those tags on all your luggage, even your cooler. They're going to then rip the bottom portion of it off. Give those to you. Hang on to those because you will need to have those for when you get onto the island. From this point on, your their luggage, they take the luggage away from you. Schepler's is a little different when you pull in there. Again, they're going to direct you which way to go. They're going to have a smaller section that you pull off to the side. You get off. In that area get all your luggage out someone will come to you you put all of the they will put all the tickets on there again and they will load it up and take it away for you so they're just located a little bit differently to the side the same goes for them as parking as it does for Starline they're gonna direct you on which way you need to go for that and this is why you need to really be focusing and paying attention so maybe if you have a couple of people have one person in charge of luggage one person in charge of bikes one person in charge of tickets Yada, yada, yada. You get what I'm saying. Now, let's say you have your bike. When you have your bike with you, if you are not doing valet parking or parking that you're going to pay for and you're going to go to free parking, I highly recommend leave the bike on there If because then you can ride it back to where they are at. If you don't want to ride your bike back, know that there is a shuttle. All right. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. I need to backtrack a little bit. All right. So, they've taken off with your luggage. You have your bikes off, and this is where you do need to decide what you're going to do for parking. There's valet, there's overnight paid parking that they're in a locked gate, or there's free parking. I have never had anything happen to my vehicle in the free parking. Especially if you're staying a couple of days, you know, you might not want to, you know, pay that money. It's up to you. What I do then is I take my, I leave my bike on my bike rack if I've taken a bike and I will then drive to the free parking. They will tell you where it is at and then I will ride my bike back to when I need to get on the ferry. Let's say you don't have a bike. You take your car to the free parking. There is a shuttle. They are gonna pick you up and take you back there. So don't freak out. You will be able to get back there if you know that the rest of your group is leaving at a certain time. All right. So now you've done this. If you're like me, I purchase my tickets online. You can sometimes get a discount, a small discount for doing that. I also with buying my tickets online, let's say I decide to do the carriage tour. You can buy that ticket online. So they're going to give you even if you have, let's say, a couple of people in your group, sometimes look at that ahead of time because they'll have a package available for you to get with that and these these are good little um, tips beforehand always check out the ferry line so sometimes your hotel that you might be staying at will maybe partner up with a particular ferry line and say hey uh, for example again the Murray they said the starlight because I'm not kidding you guys it was directly across the street so it's it's pointless for you to be down at Shepler's, which is at the other end of the island, unless you want to. But uh, you want to make it as easy as possible. All right. So you, you get on there and you're going to see all the different kinds of packages that you can online and then you print them out. All right. Once you have them printed out, you go you still go up to the ticket window, because if I have a bike even though I bought my bike ticket online, I have to go up there because your bike ticket is kind of like your license plate for the weekend. The police are going to look for that because they need to make sure that this bike, if they're a tourist or if they're a resident, because um, there could be things that you've done wrong and they could impound it. So you go up to the ticket window and you give them this and they're going to give you Kind of like a wristband thing that you peel off and you go you put it on your bike don't worry you can cut it off after you leave the island with your printed out ticket they say hold on to that do hold on to your ticket it's a round trip ticket all right you need to have that for when you come back so put that someplace you're not going to lose it and they will scan it and you will head on to the ferry When you're heading to the ferry you might be thinking what about my luggage where's my luggage the luggage is loaded up on this cart and wrapped in saran wrap ferries leave during peak season almost every half hour and off season they're going to be about every hour on the hour let's say for example there's an opportunity that they might have a ferry that leaves Um, i've had this more at shepler's And you are not on that ferry with your luggage do not panic nothing is going to happen to that luggage nobody is going to steal it nobody's gonna run off with it it's gonna be fine all right I know it can seem a bit overwhelming but it is not so you've got your luggage taken care of you've gotten your bike license ticket on your bike you're getting ready to go on the ferry pay attention have your ticket ready they get you on there they're going to grab your bike from you because they're going to load it for you themselves all right they have a way of doing it give them the bike all right go get on the ferry and sit down and relax if the weather is nice you want to sit outside you want to sit up there to not only see the bridge but you see the island coming into full view This is truly one of the best parts about going to the island is to be able to capture it coming in on the water. It's about maybe a 20 minute ride, if even that. And it really does go fast. Sometimes the ferries will do an under the bridge tour. It will say that on your times when you're looking at the ferries. If that's something you want to opt to do, make sure you do that. Make sure you check that out. Make sure that particular ferry line has it at that time. All right, because if you're really interested in knowing that, they're just going to give you a brief history about the bridge. I've done it once. I'm okay if I don't do it again. A lot of the ferries have also started doing some nighttime cruises. And this uh, this one, I have not I have to be honest, I've only done one of the crews and it was like a Saturday morning cruise. And it was just fun to be out on the water without knowing that you were having to rush to the island. I don't want to say rush to the island, but that anticipation of going to the island isn't there because you're already at the island. And um, of course, we could have Bloody Mary's, which I'm all for that uh the nighttime cruise is definitely something i want to do when i go back in the fall i'm not sure if they're going to be having that you know because it's it's become off season they could have one but i'll have to double check that utilizing the ferry pages there uh, on the websites are gonna be your best bet you're gonna go on there and see tons of information they put it all out there so I like to have the tickets all ahead of time. For me, it just gives me peace of mind that I have it. But know that even though you've printed off the tickets, you still have to go to the ticket window when you get there. So at Shepler's, they sometimes give you a different ticket. Whereas Starline, the paper you printed out with your ticket is your ticket for the whole week. So always go to the window, and especially, again, if you have your bike. They're all going to run the same way about the luggage, okay? So once you get to the island, again, depending on when you go, if it's season, off-season, it still can be a little bit overwhelming. Everybody is like a small child when they arrive. They just stand up and they start getting ready to go. Well, first they have to unload everything. So you need to be patient while they unload everything. As they unload it, then you will get off. You will start seeing a bunch of... Porters around you, and they'll be yelling, Are you staying at the Grand, Mission Point, Murray Hotel, Lilac Trees? They're yelling all these names out. What you do is you go up to that porter if you want to use this porter, if you want to use them, and you present them, you say, I am staying at the Murray Hotel. And they're like, Okay. So they locate your luggage, and then they say that they will be bringing it up to the hotel for you. And if your room isn't ready, they will store it in the luggage room at the hotel. You can go enjoy your time on the island, and when you get to the hotel and check in, then they will bring the luggage up to you. Again, make sure you have cash to tip these porters. This is a very hard job. I don't know how these guys do it uh you will see them there's one guy in particular i have seen him in all the years that i have gone there that works for the chippewa he i want to say his name is archie i'm almost positive it is he he makes it look so easy he will have on the front of his bike fully fully loaded suitcases stacked three to four high maneuvering in and out of the traffic on main street with these luggages talk about a workout I I don't know how they do it all right so these porters they're very important now you might be staying someplace that doesn't have an actual porter for the hotel sometimes these guys will do it on the side because there might not be anybody going to their hotel so they'll say hey listen I'd be happy to take your luggage there you want to tip them very well for that you want to make sure because they're going out of their way one guy actually gave um, us his number to call when we were heading back to leave the island because he said, if you need help, you know, I'm more than happy to do this for you. You know, just give me a call and I can come get it for you. So use them to to help you give the stress and the peace of mind. Again, nobody is going to take your luggage. Nobody, Nobody cares. <laughs> They're not looking at that. Everybody's just excited to be there and to get going and to explore as much as they can. Now with your bike, let's say you have your bike and you're getting ready and you're all ready to go, gung-ho, let's get there, let's ride the island, let's take off, please pay attention. So many people when they get there, and I understand this, I used to be guilty of it, you're kind of overwhelmed because you can't believe how much is going on on this place with with no cars. The amount of traffic that is flowing through there without one single vehicle it's just horses bikes and people walking so the reason I say those books on the ferry are so great is because you can even maybe try to figure out looking on the map prior to getting there which direction you might want to go if you're heading up from the ferry you might want to turn you might want to go left which is going to take you towards the Grand Hotel you might want to go right which is going to take you to Mission Point in our track. If you're going up there this year, know that M185, which is the main road that goes around the island, is partially closed due to pavement that is happening. Erosion took place on the road in the winter of 2019-2020, and they had to bring in quite a few boulders last year to rebuild up the surface around it. Therefore, this year they are having to repave that road. It is completely closed off. I will share that on the instagram page to show you because i did ride to both ends to see they don't want you on there they have uh equipment on there there's boulders it's dangerous you you can't do it this will then in turn allow you to explore more of the inner island which you might not have done all right so know that the inner island is also pretty hilly which we'll go into that another time all right so if you don't have a bike and you get to the island and you want to rent a bike there are bike rentals everywhere all right maybe if you're worried about price a few of them are a little bit off by price but most of them tend to be about the same if it's peak season know that you're going to have a little bit of a wait depending on the time that you get there okay they're gonna give you a price frame for the amount of time that you might wanna have it. If you're not sure how long it is, then give yourself more time because you're gonna to wanna to stop and take pictures. You're gonna to wanna to stop and maybe get something to eat. If you park your bike on the street, please make sure that it is close to the sidewalk. You'll see a lot of other bikes. Do not park in front of anything that is yellow. It's just like a regular road. You don't park in front of that, all right? That is for the horse-drawn vehicles to come in there. Also, do not put your lock on a, uh, you'll see horse, uh, they're like metal horse posts. That is for the horses, for them to tie the horses up to that. I did that, I will admit it, I did it. That was my fault and I take full responsibility for it. So also, if you have your bike and it's during the day and you're worried, you're like, I don't have a bike lock, like, nobody's gonna steal your bike. They don't steal your bike. At night, they might, but it's only because they're drunk. All right, you're gonna find your bike again. These are some valuable tips for you when you're doing this. Now, when you're heading back home, which is the worst feeling in the world, not that you don't want to go home, but you hate leaving the island anyway, your porter can come back and get your luggage and they'll take it down to the ferry stop. Now, you might be saying, listen, I'm not going to leave until such and such time. Don't worry, they might put it on the very next ferry. It's going to be still at the across on the mainland when you get there. All right, don't freak out about that, because some people they have to check out by 11 at most hotels and they might decide that they want to stay there until later on the day. It, It will be there. You can talk with them about it as it's taken there. You can also leave the luggage in the luggage room at your hotel and then come back and get it. They're very good at making sure the movement of your luggage is taken care of and the peace of mind that you have with it, okay? Once you get back to the island, same rules apply. They unload everything first. You will grab your bike if you have it. If you don't, then head off. If your car is in valet parking, you're gonna give the person the ticket for them to get it. You will then go find your car. Then if you know that you did paid parking in a different area, Or you will head off to the free parking, look for the shuttle to take you back to the free parking. Go get your car. If you're in a group, have the other part of the group go to the luggage claiming area. Get all your luggage together so that way you can round it all up and get in the car and leave. It's pretty well guided for you to see where it's at and it's all going to be in there. And again, nobody takes it. Nobody If if they're taking your luggage, and I don't know what is wrong with somebody, but I've never heard of that happening. People are in and out of there. Most of the time, if you're like me, even though you hate that you've left the island at this point, then you're ready to get on the road and be done with it, okay? Always remember to have cash with you, so you tip your porters, both when you get there at the loading station for the ferries, and tip the porters when you get to the island This is hard work for them, folks. They are doing this day and night, all day, all night, all summer for the six months that they are open. Pay attention. It's very important. I know how captivating that island is when you get there. Downtown can be really claustrophobic at times when it's really busy, especially if you have large groups of people. So just try to same rules apply back when you used to be in the mall, when malls were popular, stay to the side, stay out of the way. Riding on the island is the same as driving a car. You stay on the one side of the road and do the same as the other. Horses always have the right of way. Always remember that the drivers of any kind of carriage are going to let you know that they're on their way. If you are in their way, they're also going to let you know. They're not trying to be rude, but They need to keep their horses calm. If they have people behind them, they need to maintain that their uh, safety is ensured too. So just always remember this. The fairies are super easy, but again, it can be overwhelming if you've never done it. And so the best thing to do is if you're not sure, ask somebody there. They are going to tell you exactly what to do. All right. I hope this helps you. I know that I wish I had known some of these things prior to going there myself. I will upload some pictures on the Instagram page for you to see what the luggage carts look like and how they wheel them out. I made sure to take a picture of it and you get kind of an idea of what they're doing with it. Okay. So that is how you do the ferries, going to Mackinac Island. I don't know how it is up in St. Ignace because, again, I've never gone there before, but I have to believe it's the same protocol. I'm I'm sure everything's the same. Uh, I hope that this helps you in any way possible. If you want even more guidance, I did write a a small blog about it, so you can even get on there and look. But if not, get on totallymackinac.com to read that. And if not, go to Instagram for Mackinac Island, and I will post some pictures of how this is loaded up. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by myself, Heather Dickey.